start it like that. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Hung Up. I'm Aiden. I'm Matt. Today we're joined by a very special guest, our dear friend and my housemate, Adam. <laughs> Yo, what's up? <laughs> um, on this episode, we're digging into Western Sydney. We've kind of been interested in the West for a while, or it feels like everyone has been. Um, Adam grew up in Penrith, so we just kind of wanted to jump on, have a chat about how he feels about Western Sydney, how Matt and I feel about Western Sydney not being from there. I, how I grew you, up, the audience, feel about Western Sydney? Yeah, yeah, how you all feel about Western Sydney. I grew up in, well, I was born in the UK, did high school on the Gold Coast, and then moved to the Inner West for uni, and I've been basically in the Inner West for the last 10 years. Mm. I, mean, I was born in South Africa, and then I moved here when I was like nine, and my parents, uh, we like got a place in the like North Shore, which sounds really posh, but I didn't have a super posh upbringing. And then, um, yeah, moved to the Inner West ASAP. Yeah. That's my like resume of places. Mm -hmm. And I, Adam, grew up in Penrith. I was born there and I lived in a bunch of suburbs in the area, one called Erskine Park, one called Cambridge Park, mm -hmm. just off the main suburb of Penrith. And... When I met Aiden at around 20, I moved into the inner west and I've lived in a bunch of suburbs in here. So Stanmore, Newtown, Ashfield, you name it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, bro. I remember when, when I first moved here and you were still living in Penrith, it was like, a, what, two hours. <laughs> We'd meet in Newtown and you'd be like, I'm jumping on the train. Like, oh, see yeah, you in two I hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Do you remember that yeah. time? One time we had a fight. You like caught the, <laughs> caught the train. We were like angry, like 19 year old boys. Yeah. And you caught the train to come meet me. You get off at the station. We have a fight about something. And you're like, fuck it. I'm going home. Like, See you, dude. <laughs> back yeah. on two my more hours. Two hours train. back. <laughs> and yeah. like you were commuting into Macquarie, right? Like, Yeah, that train ride was horrific. I think mm. that's actually one of the reasons I dropped out of uni is because I needed to... I think I was on four or five different modes of transport, or not different modes, but um, switches before I got to uni. I'd have to catch a bus to Penrith Station, <laughs> catch a train to Strathfield, another train north, and then bus mm. to the uni. Mm. And I think it added up to like a three-hour commute oh. each way. Yeah, that's awful. So that's yeah. like kind of a huge part about this, right? It's like the location or like where you live and we we're talking about this like incidental geography of like sydney yeah, where yeah. everything's we'll get clustered into that more later but mm, yeah. yeah sydney's got a funny way of dealing with like transport yes yeah. but that's kind of like as the starting point in a way because if the the like cultural center is the inner west mm. and like all three of us are interested in shit that's in the inner west mm. like adam like that's why we live here yeah. that's why we moved here but just mm -hmm. by virtue of being born you know, a couple hours away from that center. Like yeah. it just makes it hard as fuck for you to do anything. Yeah, like, yeah for sure. Yeah. Just on that, like, I don't think I actually visited the city solo until I was 20 years or like 18 years old, something late. Mm. I remember when I was younger thinking of the like CBD district as a faraway land from yeah. the out west. Yeah. And I think, um, of course, my parents had taken me there a few times when I was younger, but I was like, oh my God, I'm not going to go all the way out to the city. It was, <laughs> yeah. a, was a whole separate location in my head. Did it seem like a cool thing that you would want to do? Like, I had no idea about it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think like one of the landscapes that have changed over time, which we can talk about later is how the internet has changed, um, like people's understanding of the geography of Sydney. True. But when I was growing up, obviously I used like early internet back in the day when I was younger. Mm. And 
before Facebook and things were invented, like it was pretty siloed what you knew about different things because you like weren't getting your, your parents to Google things for you. Yeah. And yeah. so when I grew up, it was essentially my world was Western Sydney and everybody <laughs> I knew was from there. And Interesting. I wasn't like <laughs> researching what's happening in the city and going yeah. out there. It was just, okay, yeah. I live in Penrith. Here I am. Yeah. That info was way less accessible. Now yeah. it's yeah. like, yeah. you just check out the Instagram or whatever. And yeah. you're like, oh, cool. This yeah, is no people Instagram that I want to hang out with. are just going to be here at mm. this time. Like it's so easy. Yeah. Yeah, I want right. I want a bit more like about your childhood in Western Sydney. Like, can you can you tell us what that was like? <laughs> sure. Well, um, I'll just spitball it. But basically, um, I grew up in Erskine Park, which is quite a like desolate, isolated suburb away from anything. Mm. I think the closest train station was Mount Druitt, which was a like 35, 40 minute bus away from <laughs> the area. So if I even wanted to go to like a shopping mall, I essentially had to catch a 40 minute bus to get mm -hmm. there. Um, I mean, what to say about the school experience? Yeah, everybody is like very limited in their like understanding of the world. Mm -hmm. It wasn't very culturally rich. It was just uh, everybody I knew was from that area and like it didn't feel like there was much informational exchange. Mm -hmm. um, in terms I, of like people's culture and stuff or like. Yeah, well, like obviously there's lots of different cultures there, but there wasn't much like knowledge being shared. Mm -hmm. And that's a thing about the city is because people live in such close proximity to each other, ideas get transferred faster, right? Yep. Right. And Almost so incident, like you kind of have to. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like have to know about. Totally. Other cultures because it's exactly. right there. Yeah. yeah. And um, that probably explains one of the like sociological reasons people move to the city, not only for business, but also yeah. when there's lots of people clustered together, you have a, high exchange of information. Like if, if something happens in the area, everybody finds out about it. There's like lots of different things being known. Whereas out West, if there's um, less people, by definition, you have less information to exchange, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so it felt like growing up, there just wasn't much mm -hmm. varied like opinions mm -hmm. on things or yeah. like different I, don't I know, suppose I this is stuff that you can realize like as an adult moving into like a more densely populated area, like yeah, exactly. Stanmore and Ashfield. Exactly. You're like, okay, my childhood was actually quite different to some of these people's childhoods. Yeah. It obviously feels less so nowadays because I'm essentially of the inner West having been here for like nine, 10 years now. Totally. Yeah. But growing up, I can clearly see the demarcation of when I was younger. Yeah. It was like very, uh, was how would you describe it? <laughs> was like desolate, mm -hmm. desolate thought. Like yep. there, wa there wasn't much to desolate. be said about anything. It was just like, nobody had an opinion about anything. There wasn't much <laughs> happening. It was just like <laughs> no quiet, quiet and boring. It yeah. almost feels like the desert out there yeah. in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, totally. remember, I remember one time you were, you were like trying to find kale and you were still <laughs> living there. And you were like, fuck, I live in an actual food desert. You're like, think, yeah, I, think I, I can't find like organic vegetables. You were like, Dude, bro, I've been looking, <laughs> but there's just nothing. Don't like. even jump to kale. I, I think there was no <laughs> apple or fruit in my <laughs> local shops they only sold beer cigarettes and vietnamese rolls yeah incredible <laughs> yeah right yeah. and that childhood like we've talked about it a bunch of times and we kind of do the thing that you do when you're like reliving trauma like you make jokes about yeah. it yeah. but like i got into like one small fight in school i don't know about <laughs> you matt i don't think you were in many fights i didn't get into like a serious fight yeah. i definitely got into fights where it was like someone was like um winding me up for like a whole day <laughs> yeah but it was never really like i'll meet you after school we're gonna fucking yeah. punch you <laughs> it's, a, it's a war of words yeah but my brother no, we, adam we <laughs> adam was 
different experience, right? I don't want to pay myself out to be a like thug or I don't want to make this like a representation of how people are out West, but I did have like lots of altercations in school and there were lots of after school fights. It was yeah. a regular occurrence. Yeah. And I don't know what the like causal factors are of that, but there's definitely a lot of macho young dudes out there yeah. around the time I was growing up and... Yeah, I guess. <laughs> if I mean, there's cl- loads of class stuff jumps to mind. Like, yeah, definitely, right? This yeah, yeah, yeah. Causes fights. Like, <laughs> we know this for sure. Or even uh, like gang mentality. I think there's more of a gang mentality out there, as far as I can see. Mm. Um, and this plays out in a bunch of different ways. Like, obviously, football is a dominant sport out in the West, and you have lots of young, strong dudes playing football with each other. And so you have like suburb versus suburb mentality mm-hmm. when it comes to teams. Interesting. And yeah. then that comes down to the individual as well. Like oh. people are more combative. It seemed when mm-hmm. I was younger, hundred um, percent. Yeah. But yeah, obviously not everyone. There was some rich kids out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. were like normal wealth kids. And then there's obviously yeah. more yeah. varied, like uh, socioeconomic status out there. Whereas yeah. when you get in the West, obvi- in the inner West, obviously there's a bunch of um, like not financially well off people in the city as well. Mm. But the range yeah. is like more evenly distributed. It mm. kind of starts at a higher level. Like the, yeah. The, yeah. the like rising boats thing or the yeah. rising tide. Yeah, shit. Like, totally. When I grew up in Queensland, I didn't feel like where you were from or like what school you went to was as big of a deal. <laughs> but when I moved here, I felt that a lot more. That feels like a Sydney thing. That does people feel like a Sydney thing. People still at age, I'm, I'm 28 now, people are like, oh, what school did you go to? I'm like, bro, yeah. like what yeah. the fuck are we talking about right now? Did you now? get Do that you shit, Adam, where people are like, where are you from? Like that does definitely feel like... You know, and whether that's just because of like the property thing, mm. but it feels like location status yep. is way more Sydney than right. Like it, than it felt like when I was in Queensland. Mm. Like, I actually feel like that's an inner city thing. To be honest, when I was younger, mo- like uh, growing up out there, most schools are public schools, as mm. far as I know, mm. and so everybody I knew was basically from a public school. Mm. And I think the like I can't bring to mind which one it was, but I think there was maybe one private school out there. Mm. And when somebody said they went to that private school, like nobody really knew them or even if they did, <laughs> we didn't consider them special or anything. We actually yeah. consider like usually the nerds went there and they were like very studious yeah. and there's not really a tendency to aspire to studiousness, <laughs> at least at least amongst the circles I was operating in. Yeah. I mean, look, me, me too, like in, in the North Shore school I went to, like I went to a public school there and yeah. like, yeah, none of, well, a couple of my friends like disappointed me by mm. getting real academic at the end of high school. <laughs> All my yeah. friends actually were really studious, cool. but like artists as well. Yeah. And it just was, it was cool. It was like, they had transcended the like shame, like the tall poppy shit. It's like, mm. no, I, I like this. Like, yeah. I really like right. ancient history. The yeah. fucking tall poppy <laughs> shit. And I want to yeah. fucking do good at ancient history because yeah. it's sick. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. But even now, like, um, if I see people asking like what school you went to or whatever, like yeah. it doesn't really happen to me. But if I hear someone asking that at a party or yeah. somebody mm. saying like this person went to this like yeah. rich private school mm. or whatever in the city, mm. it's almost like a humorous uh, remark <laughs> for me to hear because like you can see the value and importance that they're placing on it when they're asking or responding. Whereas in my mind, it was just never a consideration. And so to hear people talk about this as a thing of value is just usually hilarious. I'm like, oh wait, you guys attach significance to where you studied, where no one learned anything anyway. So you're just like creating class distinctions between each other for Mm. some weird reason. Mm. 100%. Okay. So like, I think, um, well, when we were talking before this, um, Adam had a really good question, which is like, why is hung up talking Western Sydney today? I think that's a great, great place to 
kind of get an outline of what we're trying to say. Yeah. So, Aiden, why are we talking about Western Sydney today? I'll start from like personal take. Like I was overseas. I came back before COVID, just before COVID hit. True. And like One Fall was kind of blowing up, I think, a couple years ago. I started listening to that music and like, to me, it was a bit of like a revelation. Like there was like Slim Set as well, like Cal and Jay. Um, and I was like, this is really cool. And then I think FBI, it was Cal and Atro from Slim Set had like their radio show on FBI like mm. once a week. And they had this like part of it was like Sesh from the West. Mm. And so I was listening to like music from Western Sydney, like Isaac Purile, mm. like JC. Mm. And I just got really into the music. And mm. I was really excited because it felt to me like there was a new newer wave like in Australian hip hop where it was like originally we had Hilltop Hoods mm. <laughs> and, it, and it all sounded like that yeah. and then I was like whoa like this is so different like yeah. this is so cool and that was where it kind of started personally mm. for me mm. I was like oh fuck like what is this scene like what are people out here doing and then mm. we started going to like galleries out there like mm. Pari and some of the like mm. you know community galleries and then I just started kind of noticing it like, you know, I'd been away for three years and I came back and it had seemed like the West was now like standing tall and was like, no, we got galleries, we got artists. Like, I'm sure they always had this, but mm. it was like, um, you know, it was just becoming more pronounced. And then like in the inner West, it started to seem like people that maybe had once in general would have been like, oh, like, what's that? Like, I ain't leaving, I ain't going out. Like, I'm in yeah. Newtown. Yeah. They were like, oh, cool. Like, yeah. Parramatta, like Fairfield. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it did definitely seem like it, yeah, I don't know if you have like a similar take. It definitely seems like, what, five, 10 years, mm. the West has kind of mm. become more accepted yeah. by the mainstream as like, oh, this is like right. a real cultural center. This has value. Mm. Like, you know, not to say that's fair, but we can't deny that's happening. Yeah, like, that's happening. Yeah, that's happening. If you try to think of what would have come to mind to people years ago if you said, like, who's representing Western Sydney in the mm. arts? Mm. People would have said something silly like Cursor or, like, I don't know, any other silly rapper out there. But um, I guess it ties back into my point about, like, the internet and the paradigm shift that's happened recently about, like, information exchange. But when I was growing up, it was all very siloed. There wasn't much info being exchanged. Mm. And then obviously, as the internet has become a dominant like medium that people are using, you've got everybody on the internet now. People are using Instagram, like mm. Facebook, all that stuff. And so like the collective knowledge that people in like areas of suburban sprawl are tapping into is now way greater. And so yeah. there's less of a cultural distinction between people in the inner West and people in the outer West or whatever, in terms of the mm. knowledge that they get access to. Mm. And like, let's call this what it is. This is like an inner West podcast. Yeah. And so if you, if you're wondering like, why, why I mean, we, we, we want to say it's a Sydney podcast. It's, I oh, mean, maybe it's, maybe you guys can rebrand. <laughs> no, I mean, we've definitely uh, be, like, I guess been focused on like the inner West, but mm. like from the beginning, we've been interested in the West, like from the yeah. beginning, yeah. Like we've been going there. It's been definitely part of the like yeah. DNA of this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Like season one. Yeah. Yeah, totally. But there's no denying. Like I agree. Of course. Like the center of art galleries is, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. closer to the yeah. inner West than yeah. Parramatta. Like, sure, and yeah. we, you know, uh, whatever, 70% of our For podcast sure. episodes are probably about artists who are living and working and showing in the inner yeah. West. So I mean, it's people, fair. People move to the inner West to do art, right? To yep. go to art school, yep. to show art, whatever, to yep. see art. Yeah. Yep. That's why I moved here. 
Definitely. And the inner West is great. Like obviously part of the cause is probably like there's more money in the inner West. So there's more like um, gallery spaces. Mm -hmm. There's more um, like creative outlets, et cetera, et cetera. But just on the point about the like usage of the internet and things as people have become more like technically literate, um, you obviously get like more people producing art. You might get bands like one, four or mm. whatever, making music and then putting it online where back in the day, there were probably some like New Zealander dudes making music that sounded similar, but you would just never hear about it. Yeah. And yeah. so now the West is getting more representation in terms of who hears it. Um, and mm. then like not to speak about galleries and things, but yeah, let's say they're making music or that like you've got Cal creating prop gallery in Parramatta. Oh, sorry, not prop. What is Hari. it? Hari. Hari. Um, now these things are being publicly advertised and people from the inner West that are into art will go and mm. see it because they've heard about it. Yeah. Um, whereas back easier. in the day, those yeah. Prob- yeah, it's a lot yeah. easier. It's a good point. It's a lot easier to see like an overall view of Sydney just on Instagram. Yeah, it's a great point. I exactly. mean, it's, it's like, it kind of sounds like you're saying that information flow is bi-directional mm-hmm. where like you're in the West and you also now have access to like mm-hmm. this whole world of thinking, exactly. which allows you to make art that's potentially less siloed because mm. yeah. your references are just you just got m- more diverse inputs yeah, you're like i data. can listen to this i can listen to that and then in the other direction now you're not just able to show your friends who live in yeah. erskine park mm. but like you're flattened you're right next to yeah. some guy that's been like djing in the inner west their whole life exactly like you're right next to them on instagram mm. like there's no stepping stone you're literally you're yeah, sure. yeah yeah Interesting. And I guess just in like a weird uh, like mental side of it, the size of the city is probably like smaller when people from the outer west think about like the geography of Sydney. Like yep. I was saying before where when I was growing up, it was considered like a journey to travel to the city. Whereas yep. now I'm sure there's young people that are just thinking of the, the inner city as the same as the outer city. Yeah, I mean, And you see yeah. gigs on it like the Enmore Theatre for artists out west and they're packed with like outer west locals. Yeah, of course. Look, getting to Newtown's mm. pretty easy, but Sydney's like, I feel like Sydney's geography, we're getting into it now, here we go. I feel like Sydney's geography <laughs> and the way that the successive governments over like the last, like, I don't know, 60 years or more have like set up the transport system has just entrenched a bit of a like suburb, like mm. tribe mm. thing that like just, just naturally maybe occurs. But like what it's meant is like, for example, we're we're in we're in Ashfield, uh, we're in Stanmore right now, and to get to um, like what's the suburb like Balmain from here, <laughs> by as the crow flies, it's not that far at all. But because we're going perpendicular, like along this like sort of weird spoke system that we have, <laughs> it's really fucking hard. You're going against the grain. So there's all yeah. these directions that you c- can move in, and directions that it's very hard mm. to move in without just like a fucking motorized, like an e-bike yeah. or whatever. Um, and I, th- I think like a lot of that, um, like inner West, outer West thing mm. w- wouldn't feel so, like so much of a separation if Sydney's transport was just smooth as like, yeah. if you could just hop on a bus and like, or w- any fucking mm. vehicle and get out West like really quickly. And, and do you know what the thing is? Like, like, we're on the train line. Like, you know, it's, it's, that's, yeah. that's an easy direction to travel in. But I think just like, there's so much friction all over Sydney that it probably discourages you from using that stuff. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like so often we're looking up like, like a gallery to go to and it's like, fuck it. Okay. Let's just drive. Like, it's just so not set up for, yeah. you know, the kind of pedestrian level activity that 
can really like facilitate the type of exchange of ideas that that Adam you've been saying Definitely. to us. So yeah, and I, I think uh, as well as the like fucked governance, like you know they rip. We had a, like the biggest tram network in the southern hemisphere in the sixties, and they ripped it up. <laughs> they bet on roads. Besides the crappy governance, we also have this funny. Uh, geography which is like mm. bays and little wriggly roads and like it's not <laughs> flat like melbourne and the town planning isn't flat like melbourne it's not square yeah. so yeah we just sort of we're kind of cursed in that way and and it's a kind of amazing to see sydney kind of pulled together as it is like maybe because of online stuff and just like coming out of covid we're like all really keen to go out yeah. so we're doing we're doing a good job <laughs> but yeah i don't know don't know what the future holds for transport in sydney this is also we're speaking on the day of like more train strikes like, <laughs> yeah more today. train strikes brother well, i think yeah i think that's an interesting point thinking yeah. about um urban planning as a cause of why like the outer west inner west uh link is mm. a thing to be mm. talked about and yeah. like is is like a phrase or like two concepts you hear compared often yeah is, we almost need to get a map up you, you never hear people say like the outer south and the inner south that's not a thing or like yeah, the, yeah. the outer north and the inner north i yeah. mean you do hear people say they're from the east or whatever but yeah. less so the others yeah and i guess it is because of the way the train line is structured right and if yeah. you look at it there's definitely like that what is it the t2 or whatever the t mm. t2 or t3 runs from the cbd out to penrith and then emu mm. plains and the blue mm. mountains and things and the outer west does happen to be situated uh like in between the city and the beautiful beautiful blue mountains mm -hmm. that everybody goes to. Mm -hmm. And so maybe it's got some representation because of that. Mm. But then also because there's that train line running, like you have got more people from the NOS that you uh, probably have less cars than like people out in the suburbs. Right. Sure. And so yeah. if they're thinking about places that they have access to with ease, yep. they're going to be looking at like, where can the train take me yep. without riding yep. a fucking mo, mo bike or whatever yeah, they yeah, call yeah, it. Without yeah. walking, bro. With, with, yeah. Without walking. Without walking like yeah. last time. So I went to Fairfield to see a show with Matt and we drove and it was like very convenient and yeah. easy. Yeah. But I a parking went, lot at the gallery. Yeah, yeah. I went with Adam like a few months before and we caught PT yeah. and we had to walk for yeah. so long. We were yeah. walking for about half an hour, yeah. but that was part of it. Like yeah. for us, that was definitely like, that's a thing Adam yeah. and I do together because we don't fucking drive. Yeah. But we had to go on this long, do you remember that suburban yeah. walk? Like we were walking like up the Fairfield <laughs> yeah. High Street for about half an hour and yeah, we went yeah. into like some crazy convenience store and yeah. got like some weird energy drink, like <laughs> like energy drink. Dude, that thing is sick. I've been looking for that online ever since. Yeah. <laughs> so it's interesting, but we're ve I very much feel when we go on those long walks, yeah. it feels like, yeah, this, this, um, infrastructure is not for us at all. Like we're the mm. only people walking, everyone's yeah. driving. We're right. going for there these massive yeah. walks through the suburbs. Yeah. Like, Definitely. and it's beautiful because yeah. we're fucking weird yeah. and we're hyped on it. And we're like, this is, this is art. This yeah. walk is so beautiful and yeah. like, so funny and so silly. And oh, but like, even like to, to, to go like a little bit more like normal, like, like uh, we kind of really feel like nothing's trivial and we like really care about like, you know, just like little de the details of life. But like, just to think about that, like energy drink, it's like, oh, there's a new drink that I've never had before. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's a fucking sick reason to even be going to a convenience yeah. store in Fairfield anyway. Yeah, 100%. Like, just to zoom out by one notch. 100%. Um, cool. Cool. Okay. Adam, I'm sure you have met someone, let's say at a bar or a party in the inner West and they're like, oh, you're from the West. Like, do, did you ever get that like feeling even if you didn't say necessarily like i mean just to start being from western sydney i'm quite emotionally stunted so <laughs> <no, I'm joking. laughs> um 
I've had mixed experiences, to be honest. Like, yeah. I think earlier on when... I, th- I think, like, in all honesty, my personality has changed since I've moved to the inner West. Mm-hmm. And there were probably some negative traits I carried from living out of West when mm-hmm. I moved here, such as, like, being more competitive competitive and disagreeable or, like, I don't know, just not understanding what the norms of the inner West are, such mm-hmm. as, like, political correctness mm-hmm. and, you know, all the typical things that are mentioned nowadays. And so I probably said a bunch of shit that got me in trouble when I first moved out here when <laughs> yeah. I was at parties. Yeah. And then okay. like, it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't directly people judging me for where I was from, yeah. but I guess it was more a result of like uh-huh. what traits I brought from being yeah. raised out there. So you're, you're saying like that in those moments was fair. Did you ever feel like a sense of unfairness like with this? I don't know if I would say it was fair or unfair. It was just like when you're around different people, you get different reactions, right? So if yeah. you were to take a person from the inner West and yeah. you put them in a party out West at mm. that same time, mm. they would probably get equally like True. negative reactions from people out there just because they're, they're like norms are off or they're mm. different. Interesting. Um, we, we, but yeah, obviously yeah. living out here for the past 10 years, I've learned what you can and can't say around <laughs> different people. Sure, sure. And so have, like, n- not to say I've got any like super controversial super or opinions. cancelable yeah, yeah, opinions. Yeah. yeah. Just a couple. We'll beep those out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like nowadays when I tell people I'm from Penrith, most people don't give a fuck. They're like, why are you telling me that? Or Yeah. yeah. Really? I f- yeah. But I feel like, I mean, to say like the fairness or whatever, like you're saying like, yeah, I said some fucking, I said the wrong thing. But I don't know. I, my sense is that at the time, like from just thinking about like a few warehouse parties or whatever, mm. I felt like people were doing both. Mm. They're like, what you're saying is like wrong to me. Yeah. Like, but they were also layering it with a bit of like, just a bit of like it's like xenophobia, like mm. like they were just like a bit more likely to like right. be like, oh, you don't you don't fit here. Like mm, I, sure. I definitely sense that. Like even just from like your accent or whatever. Like yeah, that's a sure. huge one in every city. Like yeah. what's your accent? What does mm. that say about you? Mm. Like yeah. do you have a nice clean accent? Like do mm. you have the right way of presenting yourself? Yeah. Mm. Well, this is just a self assessment now, but I don't I don't think I have a refined accent. Definitely. But I definitely have had many people say they don't know like where I'm from based on my voice or mm. how I look, mm. which is a mix of Turkish and Italian. Yeah, I've I, had people guess every single race under yeah, the sun. Yeah, I've had. I mean, yeah, yeah, me too. Kind of like I think it's, it's a very like modern world thing. Like everyone's kind of got an accent from like five, six different cities yeah. or like suburbs. You or know, even like hanging- it's so easy to move around. You know, in this, yeah. in the even in the last century, like of yeah. course, True. or even so hanging around Aiden and accents. picking up some of his like Ooh. accent connotations. Your accent things. does match oh. your friends' like accents, or it even changes when you're with different bro, groups yeah. of people, right? Yeah. People like, tell if us I hang out with, I don't know if I change my accent. That if way. I hang out with people from out west, yeah. I would just like turn into <laughs> a Bergen Eschland. I'll be like, bro, what the like? What you doing, bro? Yeah, I wanted to just ask you a little bit about the combination. Oh, the movie. <laughs> yeah. What's and that? I, I haven't seen it, but like give us, cause I was like, yeah, we were talking about watching it on fucking yeah. Netflix now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the oh, really? combination? That's awesome. I swear it was on Netflix. <laughs> Maybe I got that wrong, but like, Adam, what like the fuck is the combination? Okay, tell me. A- Aiden loves the idea of the combination, but I'll just tell you what it is. <laughs> I think it's like one of the few films that I knew of, at least growing up, made in out of West Sydney. And I think mm. it's like, a Lebanese like gang film where there's a bunch of dudes in the gym and they get it. It's sort of got like an underbelly <laughs> vibe to it. Mad, a bunch yeah. of the actors in that like were in underbelly, right? Oh yeah, yeah right. Yeah, they a were as of the well. Actors, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Do they have like sick cars and stuff? Uh, I don't think they have cars, but they definitely have like sick biceps. That. <laughs> that sounds sick. That sounds sick. But what did you want to know about it? Just like if it had any impact on me or? Yeah. Cause I was kind of thinking just like, yeah, what do you, it's funny because you're like, I've changed so much and like my values yeah. have changed and they have, mm. but like. You love that movie when it came out. Yeah. And when we were talking about it again, yeah, like yeah, a couple months ago, you're like, fuck yeah, like let's watch the combination. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. Well, Sounds I was great, just like yeah. surprised that you'd even heard of it because it was such a niche reference in my <laughs> mind. But um, yeah, I, I wouldn't say it had an effect on me, really. It was just like an entertaining thing to watch at the time. Huh. But like re- hearing about it now, or even there's a sequel, I think, is just like silly to see that that's on Netflix. Um, and I think like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't really have any. You have a take, but what's the premise really, of the movie? It's like a Western Sydney gangster movie. Yeah, I think it's a gangster movie. You know, it's like a racial tension between some Lebanese people and I think yeah. some white people, and they have a bunch of conflicts, and someone gets shot or stabbed, yeah, yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, that's but ex- I mean, yeah. there's so many different ways of representing out west, and I think the easy one is to reach for like crime and 100%. like poverty and things like that because yeah. that is a like that's the that easy. was what i grew up with because like that was what the media said yeah and, and they said that, what the they media said that about newtown and redfern too you know by the way yeah. like when i was a little kid yeah. on the north shore like our parents were like mm, i don't know if we want you to go into newtown on your own like <laughs> kind of thing and we, we went in like little groups like around sydney to like newtown and like the city and shit yeah and like newtown was different like back then like I have photos of this like Nazi protest that was going on in Newtown. Like it felt a bit more like contested ground. Whereas now it's kind of been like bulldozed like five or six right, times right, right. in waves by like various leisure activities. Yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. And like, I actually- with, with like left leaning like dressings, but yeah. yeah. I actually have a memory as well of my parents taking me to Newtown when I was like 17 Mm, mm. and they were like, Adam, you've never heard of this place, but this is where the weirdos hang out. (laughs) Yeah, that was the vibe. You know, you get lunch at like the local cafe and you go look at the poster store and you're like, whoa, look at these zany posters. It was so different to out in Penrith. When I first moved here, I literally, I was driving up like King Street or Enmore Road and me and my family had the whole, like our whole like Queenslander (laughs) packed into the back of my dad's truck. (laughs) And like the first person we see is like dressed up like a jester on a unicycle (laughs) with like multicolored hair. And I'm just like, my mouth is open. And my dad's like, we're in Newtown now, son. Like (laughs) enjoy. And I fucking have been enjoying. Cool. Cool, man. Yeah, that's a it's a really good point about like obviously like I was thinking about like my time in the UK and like Top Boy, mm. which like big mm-hmm. you know that's the first thing we want to represent because it's fucking sexy. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, they're yeah. just like mm. misunderstood mm. and they're violent and they mm. sell drugs. Like yeah. that shows huge. Like that shows backed by Drake. Yeah, sick show. Yeah. And I think in some ways we definitely as Australians have a connection with like London mm-hmm. and the UK for sure more so than the US because we feel like yeah it's like. You know, if you talk about like the black yeah. experience, yeah. Or, like the African American experience or whatever, mm. a lot of people here can't relate to that. Mm. Whereas like we can relate a little more to like uh, an English experience. Yeah. Yeah, um, absolutely. Absolutely. Our houses look like England. <laughs> like walking around Stanmore, I keep saying it looks like London. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like to a T, but with funny like Australian trimmings, like all the eucalyptus and like the birds and stuff. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's actually becoming a little bit like of a like weird, like psychological jarring thing. Cause like the architecture of a place <laughs> changes the way you feel about a thing. Like architecture sure. is like, like almost like a framework for your mind. It's subtle. You can Definitely. come in with a strong will and be like, I'm going to impose my will. But if you just let it get to you slowly, it's like, it's getting a bit weird. It's like, we should make Australian architecture, not 
<laughs> I mean, these were all built in the fucking 50s anyway. But yeah, it's just something that's been bugging me. Yeah, so, space can definitely change your psychology. <clears throat> For um, sure, yep. But I think, like, I guess to your point about Top Boy, people do seem to always be attracted to like minority groups, right? Like in fashion, I guess it's all, yeah. it's sort of a fashion right, question. Right, Is like, what do people find interesting, whether it's clothing, art, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And there does always seem to be a draw to niche things and like yeah. minority groups usually do represent a niche thing, whether yeah, it's and like, like ethnic and minority, fashion minority, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Yeah. And the West currently does sort of represent that for people in the city. Mm. And so I think it's a, a like interesting thing to latch onto if you're like oh wait where can i find some interesting musical references or mm. clothing 100%. references and you can just go oh cool people on the outer west are now producing clothes art yeah. music film yeah, yeah. i mean they always look- have been but it's a, it's way more visible now we're well, saying yeah. it's, it's way like, more visible but it's still way less visible than the yeah, stuff in the like Newtown-y cultural shit. mainstream, yeah. mainstream yeah the Newtown other thing i wanted to say about that was like like i don't know I, I don't know if this is an australian thing in particular i'm always saying this like yeah. this is my my always my excuse for not having traveled the world so fuck it yeah but um yeah that definitely feels like a there was always a big thing about like i'm working class you know in yeah. Newtown. it's like who's gonna wear like the fucking like literally like tradie gear and drink a vb even though <laughs> like they had whatever xyz upbringing like i didn't feel like that was as present in london that feels like an aussie thing oh it is me. an aussie thing really i don't yeah. know if it is but i'm telling you i didn't i felt like there was more like you know as you say like made this move away from mm. the west but mm. like in london like if you grew up somewhere you would be you know you'd be kind of wanting to do the traditional thing which is like yep. what my mom did which Thanks. is like she was poor as hell and so her like you know, she wanted to. Yeah, you want to be respectable. She wanted respect- to be respectable. Yeah. yeah whereas, totally. like, yep. rather than like play, what's play, the fucking play down? Like, what's slumming? F- it. Yeah, slumming <laughs> it is like I'm pretty slumming rich. It's a little bit different. It's like it's like we're I'm slumming. It's it. like we're rich. <laughs> and we're gonna go and see like tourists. Like this is something else. It's like I'm gonna yeah play it down. Like I'm gonna like yeah I'm gonna dress down. Yeah. And I think it comes from like this funny Australian tall puppy thing, which is such a tragic aspect of our culture. I reckon. I think it's a great aspect of it. You like it? I don't know. I don't know if like Speak um, on that. pulling people down that are succeeding is a good thing, but I think like one of the defining qualities of Australian culture is like humbleness and being down to earth, right? And the good aspect of tall poppy syndrome. Uh, as far as I can see is if you see someone resting on their laurels or thinking they're better than anyone else, like people that are quote unquote Australian will usually rip them down as like an <laughs> easy reaction. They're like, Oh wait, that's, you think you're yeah. better than us? I Fuck like you. that. I like that. That's a, that's right, a good take. Like yeah. No intrinsic betterness. Yeah. Like yeah. We're allergic to it a little bit. Exactly. Yeah. We're like, how much yeah. better are you than me when we're at the beach and I'm fucking yeah. on a surfboard? Dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Can I just like circle back to something that's been on my mind since like you kind of said it, you're saying like the easy thing to rep, like the first kind of level of representation is almost stereotypes. Yes. Like you're like, ah, like let's do the combination. Yeah. Let's like be scary or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just thinking like, where are we at with that in Western Sydney? So Matt and I were walking past the corner shop. Yeah. In mm. Newtown. Corner, yeah. Corner store, corner shop, TCS windows. TCS windows, Ooh, yeah. corner store. Got to double check. One of our fave local galleries. <laughs> really sick gallery. It's based photo gallery, mm. a beautiful old house in Newtown, but the whole exhibition is just in the front facing window. So you don't go in anywhere. Right. It's just like you could walk past like and see it. window shopping. Yeah. Exactly. So it's got this really cool, like public facing vibe because right. it never yeah. opens or shuts. Yeah. They have openings, but like it's always there. So it's in always a way. It's on the street. Mm. Yeah. It's always on the street. <clears throat> so mm. it's pretty like, it's pretty fucking 
pretty cool when you think about it, guys. <laughs> um, but the last show we went to was like Sly Morikawa. Mm. Um, and like, yeah, a lot of the imagery was like kind of like Western Sydney stuff. So there was like right. a pretty fucking dope photo of like a guy on like a motorbike shirtless, mm. head cut off in the image, I yep. think. Yep. And then just like kind of the central focus of the image was his fucking black TN, like on the mm, pedal of the right. bike or on Sick. the stand or something. Mm, mm. And then there was a two series of like bunch of boys look like we're in like Mount Druitt. We're definitely yeah. in the West, yeah. like yeah. 10 or so boys, like kind of looking into this house, like walking in, like some shit's going on. Like yeah. something scary's going on. That was on. an amazing combination of pictures, actually. Like just the, the, the narrative that comes out of these two frames, like it's yeah. almost like a movie, like just to combine the two gives you some movement and motion. Yeah. And yeah, it was amazing. Like, like, yeah, so shout yeah. out Sly. We yeah. actually used to be mates, so I hope you're doing well. Yeah, what up, Sly? Nice to meet you via the podcast, if you're listening. But yeah, I guess I wanted to like touch on that. It's like, okay, cool. Like everyone can see TNs are cool right now. Everyone can see one four is cool right now, uh, even though they're like not allowed to play. Um, <laughs> but then I'm kind of thinking like, that's kind of seems to be partially where we're up to with the representation, right? Mm. Where it's still like Mount Druitt is scary and we're mm. like, oh, whoa, like Mount Druitt's being represented in an art gallery. That's mm. pretty dope. Mm. But yep. we're still seeing like scary Mount Druitt, right? Right, right, right. So like, is yep. that where we're up to? Like in the narrative of like, you start off being ignored mm. and then you get stereotyped mm. and then like that stereotyping becomes like, I guess that's become cool. Mm. Like it has become cool. Mm. Like yep. you can see that in the street where yep. you can see that in like, you know, people that it's on the radio, people like, that are yeah, like people super, playing Western Sydney, like bands and, and like yeah. rap on triple J now, which is like, 100%. I've been crying about triple J since yeah. forever, but like, at least they're fucking giving that a go, which is kind of cool. Yeah, you know, they're, li they're listening to like what's going on. Out well, there. I mean the dude, kind of. I forget his name, but you remember when we went to Parramatta nights, mm, yeah. that was like one of the things he said, oh, he yeah, put on uh, some rappers and he was like, I've forgotten his name. And he was like, Triple J doesn't even know this is fucking yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so they we're don't know the events. We're going definitely on. Yeah, they're not, not dialed in like that. We're way. definitely in transition or something. Like when this is still playing out yeah. in yeah, the yeah, moment. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know if you have a take on that. Like, you know, I've definitely seen like streetwear style mm -hmm. that gives like quote yeah. scary connotations yeah, yeah, yeah. is being worn by everyone. Like, yeah, yeah. like young yeah, it's history kind of hip students. To be laddie, like, yeah, it's yeah. hip to be laddie basically for now, sure, for which sure. used to be and still is scary. Yes. Like if I was in Mount Druitt and I see yes. lad, I'm pretty scared. Yeah. Like I just would be, uh, you know, in Stanmore, yeah, I yeah. will see lad at yeah. like yeah. an oat, like, you know, drinking an oat coffee. Yeah, 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 <laughs> and like, yeah. I'm not scared and yeah. I read it completely differently, but pretty cool that that, fashion has trickled down definitely but yeah still maybe a bit thorny like mm. we haven't everyone's still like should they wear them can they wear right. them yeah why are they wearing them yeah. yeah but yeah i don't know that's a long point but i don't know if i can say anything about like mount Druitt directly because although i've been there a bunch of times it's not like an area that i deeply understand but i can speak about the tn and my associations with it and how it's changed <laughs> Um, and even like Ash lads, I still have a strong memory of Aiden visiting my house when we were like 18 and just met and we were walking through the shopping mall and I forget what the occasion was, but like everything was closed. Maybe it was a late hour and there was just a group of like four or five small young dudes that were so uh, unintimidating to me, but they were wearing TNs and things. And I remember Aiden just looking shook. He was like, fuck bro, are we safe in here right now? He's <laughs> like, there's no one around. Like we could get jumped. And I was it's like, yeah, potentially do. That's what it's like. <laughs> but um, yeah, like the TN's only really been popular for what, like three or four years now, as far as I've seen. 
and I still find it humorous to see. And I thought it was humorous when people started wearing them. And when I was growing up, TNs were exclusively worn by hard cunts. Yeah. Like yeah. people that would bash you or yeah. like have babies at 16. And like, <laughs> just like, it was not a good vibe to wear TNs. Even, yeah. even I knew that. And I was like a rough kid. Mm, yeah. And so when I see trendy inner West people wearing them now, I'm like, you're dressing like a person you like, you probably wouldn't have wanted to be, yeah. or you probably still would, you would still judge and dislike if you seen them today. Yeah. And it's not like Ash lads have stopped existing and mm. have stopped wearing TNs, but now yep. they just um, have had their fashion like hijacked yeah. <laughs> for the better yeah. or worse. Yeah. And I don't okay. know how they feel about that. Like, yeah. Maybe so that's a question that's for fascinating a dude to at Mountjoy like... Station to answer. Yeah. 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 We, should, we should go out on the street and try and see these two people like meet somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I've got to like, bring it in a way. I just want to say like, yeah. that, like that TN, the shoe is like maybe the most successful like, like, um, mass market shoe that that really plays out in like a fashion is art like real world mm. kind of com like context or like yeah. sort of way like i remember being in uh i remember being like 16 or 15 and yeah seeing like lads at the chatswood mall and yeah. they were like scary and they were like yo like give me a cigarette what kind of phone have you got kind of thing. <laughs> and um hey, and, then I, and then like i remember some of my friends being like yeah i'm gonna get some tns like and it kind of like at that, at that <laughs> in that year it was like i'm i'm up for something like I'm in this club. Like, it's like, you're right. saying like, you're kind of saying like, I'm up for a bit of like tough street action. Like right. whether or not you're a fucking hard cunt, you're right. going to go and roll someone or you're just like, you want, you feel like you're strong and you want to like, you want people to look at you. Mm. Um, and like, and as the years have rolled on, like that club has kind of grown and grown and grown. Mm. And like any, like any cool subculture, people want to jump on it and like blow up the spot. Like, right. you know, like, like anything that happens, like, you know, you can right. just pick any fucking music genre and like, yeah, the rap came from Atlanta, yep. but now like everyone's got that flow or whatever. Of course. Know? Yeah. It's the everyday man's shoe now. Yeah. Well, it's, nearly, no, nearly. it's still not, it's nearly. still not like, it's not, yeah. it's still not like, oh, which still means amazing. a thing. It's, it's it still has, yeah, it still has like that art gallery too. associations where if you're yeah. wearing a TN, you're like in the know. Yeah. Like if you've seen yeah. a corporate lady wearing TNs, you, you'd still be it'd, shocked. You'd be like, what the fuck is happening here? How did you find out about these? And I don't think they've fully filtered down. Like I still think there's a little, a little bit of the club is still there. There's still a bit of a club. Like yeah. I, like it's definitely still. Uh, you don't see them everywhere at the gallery. No. Yet. Yeah, yeah. Like people are still a little bit hesitant. Yeah, they like, understand. To the, take like, another like huge banger of a shoe, like as a counter example, like Crocs. Like Crocs started out yeah. as a funny kind of club. It was like dorky middle-aged people club. Yeah. And then like that, the irony of that like blew up and everyone was wearing them. And now it's like, yeah, you see Crocs in the gallery. It's like, yeah, of course. Like it's like seeing a pair of Doc Martens or yeah. Converse like shoes. Cool. Do you guys feel like shoe chat. we touched on that? Like we didn't really directly address your comment about yeah. like, the stereotypes, like off the mm. combination. Right. Like if you I mean, think I'm the representation is like stuck at, right. cause like people mm. always say with like, I don't know, whatever culture they're like, you know, take it, like say like, you know, there's all these TV shows and all these musicians and it's like mm. Aussie white dudes, mm. like uh, what is it? Uh, Cal has a line on that. He's like talking about flume and he's like, but mm. any other white dude could have made this too. Like, <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. And it's like that, that, that quality <laughs> that of like, uh, yeah, mm. it's pretty good. That quality of like the white, like have the confidence of an average white dude or whatever, like, yep, yep, which is yep. like way over what it should be. Yep. And then there are like, um, in the stages of whatever the fuck it is, like culturally we're like, 
I just want to be like a black dude and just make like average music and like be as successful as a white dude. Mm. But like, who's saying that? Oh, like people always say it. Like, it's like a common thing. It's like, um, like they're like, right. they'll see a show yeah, and like, saying. maybe yep. it's like yep. whatever, like a Western Sydney show. And yep, they'll be right. like, it's shit. Yep. Like it's not good enough, but it's yep. like, there's 50 shows by like white people on TV yeah, that yeah. are being produced that yeah, are like right. just average, like yeah, just yeah, a yeah. seven out of 10 yeah. show. And they're like kind of fighting for that. They're like, nah, I want to be yeah. able to like make just an okay TV show or whatever. Yeah. And it get mm. on Netflix, like all these other fucking cunts can. Totally. Um, yeah. And that kind of feels to me, it's like the progression of the representation where just like, yeah, an average whatever Western Sydney yeah. take is represented. Yeah, not just like a very like maybe an extreme one. Mm, right. Just like not, we get to the point where I'm like, oh, cool. Like I'll watch this. This is just like some normal shit. Yeah, that would feel like a success. Yeah, mm. that's like I guess that, that's that a cool is a, destination. A yeah. yeah, I don't have any like stereotypes that I specifically want to defend against, and I think a lot of stereotypes are founded on like per a person's previous experience with something. Um, and obviously there's heaps of dudes that live in Mount Druid or whatever that are mm. normal middle-class people that own a house and have kids and a family and they're all safe and all that. But um, Mount Druid is still like a rough area as far as I can tell if you go to certain parts of it. And so when you see art in a gallery where it's dudes looking at a house where there's potentially crime going on inside or whatever, there probably is some truth to that that the artist is trying to represent. And if that's the thing that people keep representing from out West, like it's probably for good reason. Um, and like whenever I have been out there, I've, I've like had a bunch of funny experiences or memories mm. which align with those artworks. Um, so it's partly valid in my eyes. Mm. Like I still have a funny memory when I was out at Mount Drill when I was younger of a dude literally chasing a taxi down the road with a trolley in his hands in the air <laughs> and he threw the trolley at the taxi. Right. And that's obviously not a daily occurrence or anything, but I'm just like, okay, like things are happening in Mount <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there, there are moments and it's probably like a pretty regular occurrence that yeah. you're seeing some crazy crime going on out there. But yeah. yeah. I mean, what, why did you like those pictures, Matt? Like you're talking Which pictures? about oh, like the two pictures. pictures, like the, like specifically those ones, like, yeah. Do you have some thoughts on, on that? Like why those were so cool to us? I'm kind yeah. of like, a, yeah, I'm, not worried, but I'm definitely like aware of my potential role as like, mm. oh, I'm just a tourist or I'm like, yeah. oh, so cool. It's Mount Druid. Ah, oh, Western Sydney. Right. Like, yeah. yum, yum, yum. Like, let right. me just like grab this and like ingest this. Right. And like, like, it's like some appropriation shit. Yeah, we like definitely, we wanted to be wary <laughs> of like essentializing Western Sydney and like, we, we don't want to like have like a kind of rude fascination, if that makes sense. You know, it's like you meet someone that's different and like and from you and you, and you don't want to be like, wow, like, where are you from? And like, you know, you don't want to be like rude about that stuff. But also like, um, you know, it's it's interesting to, to see parts of your city that you live in that you love. You know, I love Sydney. I love all of it. And like, you know, there's huge parts of it that we just never get to bump up against yep. and then this pair of pictures by sly it's like i mean just from like a purely photography like photographic um uh like i want to say lens <laughs> um from just like that viewpoint it's uh, really interesting photography it's like the first picture doesn't have a flash and the second picture does have a flash on so it's kind of this like these two lighting conditions that are that are like um, playing just as as two photographs, and then in the first one, because there's no flash, it's like there's a um, 
emotion blur, which like sets you up for the that kind of cinematic motion that I was saying. These two images kind of superimpose on each other. Um, plus, like I never, I never see pictures of shit going down. Like, like this is like this is like a real moment. There's like a bunch of like tough looking fellas like standing out the front of a gate, and something's happening. Like something's like not like no one's chill in this picture. <laughs> And, um, you know, um, I'm just looking at them now, like, you know, I, I'm really into black and whites right now and, and everything that that does for my eye too. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's cool shit. Like the, especially the second one to me, the flash, like there's this one central figure and you can see his rat's tail hanging down and he's standing right up next to this fence. And it's just like, damn, what is, what is about to happen? What has happened? I want to know what you think about these pictures, Adam. <laughs> I just looked at it and it literally looks like my high school that they're standing outside. <laughs> like I'm questioning, is this, is this my high school? You used to describe that to me as a prison. It literally looks like a prison. It's Mount Jura. The pictures are called like Mount Jura okay. 2022. Well, whatever. we need to chuck a picture of my high school up on oh, yeah, that can be the, the page the, for this podcast. Yeah. But it is look. it looks like Russian brutalism. <laughs> like there are no windows. It's just Yo. big concrete walls where it's all like old and dirty with bird shit all over it. And I went to two different high schools. And the second one I went to that looked like that. I remember walking in there just like, oh, God, I need to get out of it. I was like, this is not where dreams are happening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can tell, yeah. yeah. But it's a pretty cool picture. I mean, it just looks like a bunch of young, rough dudes out there. And like, it looks like my younger brother in all honesty. It doesn't mm. look like anything special to me, but I can see how if you're not from the area and you looked at that, you'd be like, well, this is a commentary on something. Do, but do you get a sense that like, like there's a story here? Like so, someone's done something wrong or like someone's about to get fucked up or something. Like, look at the way they're all no, standing around. I think they're not just. I think chilling, that's an right? overreading. Like it looks nondescript to me. Do you I think, think that's they're the just interesting thing but, about it is it's yeah. just like here's a candid moment of a bunch of young dudes hanging out. But do you think they're hanging out, or do you think there's like some business going down? Like I mean, who knows? Who knows what's being traded in their hands? But it just, <laughs> that's not what I mean. Like, like, that's like a yeah. funny like thing that dudes do out there is they just loiter. <laughs> Maybe it's just loitering. The first picture, but the second one, okay. everyone's kind of looking into like. Like, oh yeah, right. I see, I see. Yeah, may, I don't one. know who knows. Maybe they threw a bunger inside. It's like, <laughs> what's going on in there? Yeah, but see like, how me and Adam read those outfits so differently. I'm like, they're scary. Adam's like, they look like my brother. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's yeah. casual as fuck. <laughs> but I'm interested too in like, yeah, like we wouldn't have seen that. Like when we were in uni and we were going to galleries in Newtown. Yeah, that would not have been the subject. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who knows whether that's just because. Um, dudes from out west have started making more art or whether there's lots of people like me that grew up out west and they've now moved to the inner west and they're presenting in galleries and things mm. like we got a few references that could come to mind but there's obviously some guys we know that go to art school in the inner west and they make art and they're probably producing shit like this and i think if there's a normal tendency for people to want to represent their upbringing or whatever. I don't really have much of that besides this podcast. Mm. And so maybe the artists that put that there were like, hey, here's something different that you guys haven't seen. This is what my life was like. Mm. But like, okay. That's my reading. I got two counterpoints to yep. your own history. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a replay my man's own history. <laughs> okay, two things. You were an artist in high school and you were a painter and you fucking got a painting in the ag, which was a pretty cool painting and your mom still has it. But you tell me sometimes you're like, I would have liked to go to art school. (laughs) I kind of wasn't an option to me. Yeah. Like the values of my friends were like, Mm. nah, 
Yeah. And that kind of played out, right? Mm-hmm. Well, art was definitely not cool amongst my friends. Mm. And I remember being pushed into art by my teachers and parents because they thought it was like uh, like a good thing for me to do to be a not bad behaving kid. Mm. They were like, hey, try this creative outlet. You might be able to like pull back your bad behavior a little bit. And I thought that was like a form of control. So it was aversive. Mm. And as I've gotten older, obviously, my associations with art have changed through knowing you guys and just like having been exposed to a bunch of it. But now I see that art school would have been fucking sick and fun. Mm. And I didn't know that when I was younger. I was like, okay, you're going to go and like draw anime figurines or whatever the other (laughs) art dudes in my school were doing. Um, So, yeah, like if I could go back in time and show my younger self what I know now, I'd be like, yeah, art's cool. Stick with it. Get better at that skill. Mm. Um, But I don't really have any regrets about it. Yeah, cool to say, but there was no fucking TNs in the NAS postgrad show. And like one of these artists, like I don't know Sly, I I don't know, but if you had like someone who had had your background, like grew up in Penrith or whatever, Mm -hmm. and like, you know, hadn't lived in the NOS for 10 years, I don't know how cozy they would feel at NAS. (laughs) I don't know if I'd... I don't know if I'd feel uncomfortable, but it goes back to the thing about like whatever you want to call that trait of finding um, people that think they're better than others disgusting. Like when it comes yeah, to values or stuff. Uh, well, not even in the Australian way, just like the Western Sydney one we're talking about where if people are taking themselves too seriously, mm. one of my first reactions is just to like shit on it <laughs> because yeah. it's an easy counter reaction. It's like, yeah. oh, like you're, it's basically a value game, right? Like that person thinks they're doing a thing that makes them better than you. Uh-huh. And so an easy yeah. defensive mechanism is to be like, fuck you and then pull it back down. Yeah. I guess it's sort of tall poppy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I probably wouldn't feel uncomfortable there, but I'd probably make fun of it or like talk shit about it. Well, now like, you wouldn't, but maybe if you were 17 or 18. All right, I probably still would like behind <laughs> closed ears. <laughs> You'd yeah. make fun of it, but I yeah, can yeah, imagine yeah. it like, I mean, I feel like you would have been an outsider, like straight up. Oh, if yeah, you've gone to like NAS at 17, 17 or 18, yep. like when everyone else was there, mm. everyone else is like, I've been thinking of going to NAS my whole life. Yeah, and like, yeah. it's going to be so pretty. Yeah. And I don't know. Yeah. That's just a... It's, hmm. We don't know, but we I mean, don't know. like we don't yeah. know how you would have run it back in the simulation. Yeah, we're gonna run the simulation. But like maybe one. now, yep. maybe yeah. now, like the you that's at fucking Erskine Park is sixteen <laughs> sees like their teacher being like, "You should paint," and it's like, "Okay, yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. maybe I will." But that's maybe fucking see, crazy. Maybe they see online like, "Oh, these 100%. people are painting." Like, yeah, maybe, but that's one yeah. generation, bro. Like one yeah. generation half ago, a generation. half yeah. a generation. Adam hasn't had a kid. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. It's <laughs> a half. It's yeah. a few years, yeah. and potentially we're saying the like sure. opportunity for you to go to art school like right. that. You know, five years ago was pretty much yeah. like the like yep. system just wasn't set up to support that. Yep. And now it's like, Oh, maybe you could. Like, yep. Even if you think about local art creation out there now, like I bet amongst one for, uh, as an example, when those guys started making art, they probably had a way different reaction from their friends and surroundings than I did when I was younger. I, I was like, I wasn't, bullied for it or anything like that but i just remember not receiving any reward or like incentive Mm -hmm. from my my friend groups and things Mm -hmm. whereas if those guys are doing it who knows it's if if it's because they got like media exposure or they now think different things are cool but they probably um are like hyped up by their friends right and so Mm -hmm. they're more likely to do it and more Mm -hmm. likely to make art or go to art school or whatever it is everyone wants to be a different different incentives yeah Yeah. i could be like who knows i could have been rapping uh that'd be sick maybe i could have followed my uh beatboxing um one four built a studio in marrickville so they're hanging marrickville there yeah there you go there we go we went to see parramatta lanes 
and um, a, a local like producer who does a bunch of hip hop name redacted um, like knows that like I'm like a soft inner west boy I play guitar music I sing songs and like I don't think he knows we run a podcast but he like saw us there and he's like what are you doing here like as you know as if like it's a secret or whatever like yeah. I was like surprised to see that I was into hip hop too maybe but yeah it's also it was a fashion thing yeah, too like yeah, Adam and I have more of like a streetwear energy yeah, and like you kind of do but not not hugely yeah like you're you know, a more new townie. You're like, more new townie, and yeah. I think maybe that's what he was reacting to as well, because he was like dressed like everyone else, who's like yeah, cargos and, yeah, fully, and streetwear yeah. and stuff, and he was yeah. like, "Whoa!" Yeah, he was a bit impressed. Actually, he was like, "Oh, cool." That's that's a like reading we've had a few times as well. Like, yeah. Sometimes like it's crazy. Like even now we're talking to a couple of people like 21 years old, yeah. and I still get. I've had it a couple times this year. I'm like, mm. I live in Ashfield, and people are like that's out west like i'm like bro really but then the Please. other one from people that are like quote cool mm. if you're like i'm gonna hit up a gallery in fairfield they'll be like oh sick like mm. six six, six. Right, that's right. so cool of you yeah <laughs> what else we so the jury's out like, jury's out yeah jury's ashfield out. is cool <laughs> ashfield, ashfield is fucking ashfield's cool. cool ashfield's out no, the jury has concluded that ashfield is sick yeah everyone but, that knows <laughs> sydney is like yeah there's good food it's fucking trendy it's nice yeah, they think it's good food that's all they got but uh <laughs> they don't know about the table that's been on the lawn for a week they don't know <laughs> that you guys put there <laughs> yeah you don't know about the table and i'm not going to tell you <laughs> but uh one thing I want to say is like, so we went to that gig and I don't know if this is just me. I don't know if this is because like, I'm not from the West, but I definitely felt like there was something special in the air mm. when we went to like Parramatta nights, yep. like Adam and I went there and we saw some gigs and it just felt free and it just felt fun. And mm. it felt like there really was like a sense of community mm. in a way that is sometimes missing from like inner West gigs where mm. it feels like there's a bit more like that LA vibe, like who's here that I can see, like mm. who can maybe like help me with my career, mm. like who should I meet? Mm. Like that is an inner West vibe, totally. like yeah, undeniably. Yeah, totally. yeah. yeah, for sure. But I don't know whether that's just because we're outsiders, but I felt like yeah. we were comfy as hell at that gig. Yeah. Like you and I, we we're just like, we can just fucking enjoy music. Yeah, sure. Safe, fun and friendly. And I definitely felt that out there. And um, I agree, like you've made some interesting points to me, which you might be able to say, but like the inner West spaces for creative arts like music and visual arts and stuff does feel like a lot of status signaling where you yeah. go in there and you're like, okay, here's my chance to prove I'm cool or like for look sure, cool yeah. or feel cool or whatever. Yeah, for sure. Whereas out of Parramatta Nights, like obviously it was a sick night with some cool music. I mean, everyone wants to look cool at Parramatta Nights too, right? Like for sure. Part of it. Yep. Yeah, everyone definitely. did look cool. Actually, everyone, everyone did look fucking cool. drippy at the one fuck, we went but to. But it didn't yeah. seem like they were then saying like, oh, like you, know what I think you don't it, look as cool as me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we all look cool. Oh, you look less cool. Who gives a fuck? But it looked way more authentic, right? Like when people dressed in streetwear out there, you look at them and you're like, okay, you're dressing in street because you are street it just made sense that's what matt said to me i <laughs> yeah. was like whoa like because in the uk like streetwear even though it is happening here like streetwear or whatever we want to yeah. call that is like the dominant yeah. mode of dressing yeah. Yeah. but like in newtown it's not it's quite like 90s stuff yeah 90s stuff and <laughs> like cardigans yeah, yeah. And, and and whatever yeah. like jeans yeah. Like yeah, yeah those kind of jeans like mm. old man jeans, jeans. rather than like yeah. fresh crispy jeans yeah. but like yeah it just felt like the fashion was so cohesive yeah what i said there. to you so was cohesive. i actually remember it exactly i was like people play at streetwear but it's streetwear is actually happening here tonight yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I think the like cohesive is the right word to describe it, right? You look at everybody out there that was young and there to watch the music and they all looked the same in a way, yeah. which leads you to believe that it's like an authentic representation of the crowd. Whereas if you go to a, a like gallery space or musical space in the city, you, you could pick out like a fashion vibe from every single fucking era or like style. Mm, and so for someone to decide they want to present themselves like that, I don't know if you can like jump to the conclusion that maybe it's like less authentic or there has to be some more thoughtful decision-making process that went into them mm. deciding to wear that. Right. Mm. And so it almost seems more poser. Like you're like, why are you, why did you decide to look like a cowboy? Why did you decide to dress in streetwear? Mm. Even though you work at a startup in Surrey Hills, <laughs> like what's going on here? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Um, but yeah, it definitely feels more low key and just friendly. Yeah. Um, when we went to that, when we so went to the league. I, th- I do think it'd be fair to say, and we've kind of missed this topic entirely, but like race and ethnicity and culture. Yeah. And like, I don't know, maybe we need to get some more people on mm. to discuss that. Like yeah. the three of us don't really have any experience mm. with that. Mm. Um, like out West. Mm. Um, but like, for instance, when Pari does an opening, mm. like they cook all this food and mm. like, have you seen the pictures? Like it just looks like, it just makes sense. Like yeah, it just yeah, looks right. like that gallery opening is like, right. oh, of course we would eat together. And yeah. it's not just like some shit. It's not takeaway pizza. Yeah. It's like nice beautiful, thoughtful yeah, food. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm like, oh, this would make everyone feel comfy. Yeah. And in that space, like it mm. just, it just, to me, when I see those pictures, I'm like, oh, this just makes complete sense. Mm, right. But I don't think I've ever eaten in a gallery <laughs> anywhere else ever. Like, yeah. Not like that. Not like no, that. I've had cheese. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. that counts as eating. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's old world. I yeah. think race and ethnicity is like highly represented in the other like things we've seen about Western Sydney, though, right? Yeah. So it's less yeah, of true. an interesting point to touch on. Whether it's the combination, the film, or there's that. Uh, other podcasts the western i think it's called yeah. or even that new movie that just came out like here out west i remember yeah. watching it thinking it was going to be like i don't know i was sort of expecting a version of the combination with it but it was just like here's a bunch of ethnic families in western sydney yeah and i was kind of disappointed i was like oh yeah i guess that's one presentation of yeah, it yeah yeah but it's not like the one i'm interested in and I think like there's already heaps of people out there saying, okay, this is a spot where heaps of immigrants move and yeah, housing is more yeah, affordable. That's kind of like what the thing about that's the, the one of the things about Western Sydney, right? Yeah, yeah. And then like like the inner west is so white, like it's so so yeah. white. It's like very like tolerant and like understanding. As we, we were kind of talking about this last episode, not Nashville, but, baby, but <laughs> not Nashville. But yeah, the inner west, like generally speaking, is like white, 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 white. And yep. we're kind of like, we're a bit over that. I think we've been yeah. crying about that. I mean, we're crying about it, but we also like kind of are that. Like, yeah. And essentially. We're, that. We're, just, we're like saying gentrification's bad and getting expensive bottles of wine. Yeah. Like, at easy, the bar. easy. See, How that's the game. Boys. That's the trick. Yeah. We're yeah. You comfy say one thing. in both. Like yeah, you can yeah, yeah, walk yeah. into both. <laughs> totally. It's fucking cheeky. Yeah. Bottle of wine in one hand, Mac is in the other. Do that's not it, let them the way. The great way. hands on your shoes. Yeah. And and a glint in your eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay, I think that's yeah. now where we're going to wrap up our uh, episode for the day. Yeah. Awesome, guys. Thank you so much Great. for listening. Hit us up on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Subscribe. Leave five stars. Tell your best friend about this podcast. Hit me up on Habbo Hotel at Adam69. There you go. Hit me up on <laughs> at, uh, Habbo Hotel at Matt. Oh, 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 oh. I thought you were on Club Penguin, dude. <laughs> no, I'm not either. <laughs> All right. Thank I'm you so kidding. much for listening. Bye. Cool. Bye. Thanks. See you in a couple of weeks. Bye.